Hello and welcome to A Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracy, the podcast that examines conspiracy theory, conspiracy fact, and those who promote these theories. I will be your host, Mike Buller, as we take a look at Conspiracy in the News for the week ending October 28, 2018. And for this edition, I will be covering a mysterious wolf-like creature shot in north-central Montana, Roger Stone Petal's Seth Rich foul play conspiracy in death of GOP pimp, Dennis Hoff, Pittsburgh Synagogue shooting suspect threatened Jewish groups pushed migrant caravan conspiracies, and outspoken Trump supporter in Florida charged with attempted bombing spree. Yes, it's been a busy week the, over the past week. Um, I was hoping to get maybe a little, uh, well, my vacation. I took, some, I took a week off before starting my new job, and I was still trying to follow what was going on. It was, ah, it was, of course, a, a week uh, that, yeah, it was definitely a week of uh, insanity, I guess. But I would like to start with something a little bit simpler. Mysterious wolf-like creature shot in north central Montana near Denton. This story comes from, was it a wolf, some type of hybrid or a creature that hasn't been seen in Montana since the Ice Age? On May 16th, a lone wolf-like animal was shot and killed on a ranch outside Denton with the with long grayish fur, large head, and an extended snout. The animal shared many of the same characteristics of a wolf, but his ears were too large, his leg and, leg and body too short, and uncharacteristic of that common to a wolf. So, of course, everyone is trying to figure out what is this creature. Granted, this is from earlier this year, May of uh, May twenty fourth, twenty eighteen, and unfortunately, I can't find any uh, any follow up article on what this thing was. So it's kind of hard to kind of follow up on this story. But I thought the story was kind of interesting because almost um, as many uh, there's things like uh, describing this animal or what this animal might be was. A one, it could have been a um, a wolf or a wolf uh, dog hybrid, a grizzly cub, dog man, dire wolf. So, which um, of course a grizzly, that's a grizzly bear. Dog, the dog man a, is supposed to be a. Um, again, the uh, this article kind of it's kind of weird uh, because they seem to be mixing this dog man with dire wolf. A dire wolf was a a uh, creature that existed roughly about 20,000 years ago in North America, post-Ice uh, Age creature, one contemporary of the, you know, the saber-toothed cat. A number of these fossils have been found in tar pits in California, and it believes was an earlier, uh, uh, an early uh, form of what we call uh, a wolf in North America, a North American wolf. This to, uh, today, and of course, there's that. That's where the conspiracy lies. That this creature still exists in the wild, and the government has been covering it up. But of course, the, the photos that were uh, shown. I mean, it looks like a dog with some wolf features. There, there is a uh, a wolf dog hybrid that does exist that is bred in captivity which possibly would explain this. Again, these are animals that are half, you know, like half wolf, half dog. 
and of course, and of course, the people who buy these, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pass. I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm passing judgment, but they like the odd creature, the, uh, the odd, uh, they don't want the, your standard dog, cat type, uh, pet. So they'll get the pigs and the alligators and the lizards and the snakes. And of course, anything that could be put together and sold. And this seems to be what is done here in, uh, for this, uh, wolf dog hybrid so there apparently are there are private citizens that are that are doing this crossbreeding the two animals legally in montana you're supposed to um, mark the animal they're supposed to put a tattoo somewhere on the dog and but of course you're more nefarious uh i would say nefarious groups that are doing this they didn't don't really care much about law, and of course, people who buy them are not either not aware of or they don't really care about the laws that govern these these animals. So they're taking them in and then uh, not realizing or something goes wrong. I'm I'm sure it's something that goes wrong. They buy the dog. The dog doesn't behave the way they want or expect the dog to behave. So they set it loose or put it into a into a kennel or they you know basically abandon the animal in the wild and have it fend for itself. So this may be nothing more than something along this line. So I thought it was an interesting story. They, you know, this, when they mentioned, I think they just put in the words dog man because, and I think that may be, uh, maybe to trigger a Halloween, uh, you know, the old, uh, what you call it, the werewolf type um, story. So, uh, with any luck, I might be able to find some more on this. I would, it'd, it'd be kind of interesting what this story may be really about. So, but we'll carry on here and keep an eye out for that story later. Cause let's get into some real, real stories here. Cause my next story is Roger Stone pedals, Seth Rich, foul play conspiracy and the death of GOP pimp Dennis Hoff. Um, for those who may not be too familiar with the name, of Dennis Hoff, I mean, he was a, uh, he ran, uh, this was in, uh, he ran a number of uh, legal brothels in Nevada. Nevada has a kind of a mixed uh, structure for running prostitution and uh, brothels in Nevada. It's much like, uh, maybe like the, some uh, states which the counties can decide on alcohol, whether they are wet or dry counties. Same thing seems to be about prostitution in Nevada. Some counties do allow prostitution in uh, legal brothels versus others. And Dennis Hoff ran some of the more famous ones and was featured in as an HBO special uh, Cat House a series, a video series of things that go on in the his bunny ranch. But in later in life and. Or of course, he still owned the uh, owned the the brothels. He is he had decided to run for office. I was just trying to find out what office he was running. Dennis Hoff was running for state assembly seat, and apparently Roger Stone. I've talked about him before. He's a Republican agent provocateur. He's the type famous for a number of dirty tricks during the Nixon election. Ronald Reagan and the George Bush administ the first George Bush administration 
creating uh, false narratives for false stories and probably had been instrumental in creating the Barack Obama Muslim story. At least he claims he has. I don't know if there's any evidence of that. But uh, here he is at it again, claiming that Dennis Hoff was killed because he may uh, threaten the Nevada's political establishment. His body was, Hoff's body was found at the Love Ranch, one of the legal brothels he owned, after a campaign rally in his 72nd birthday bash attended by GOP tax fighter Grover Norquist, porn star Ron Jeremy, and Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who was recently pardoned by President Donald Trump. In a message to the Observer, Stone re-echoed this rhetoric by emphasizing that Hoff's candidacy was a threat to many vested interests. Sources in the Nye County Sheriff's Office tell me his death is being treated as a homicide, added the political operative. Stone's narrative, however, contradicts statements put, put, put forth by the Sheriff's Office tasked with investigating Hoff's death. A spokesman, spokesperson for the New York Times and other outlets that officials have no reason to suspect foul play. So, uh, certainly, Stone is creating a false narrative in the Hoff death, trying to make it sound like a some type of conspiracy, which is why it pops up on my feed. And the problem, of course, is that none of it's true, but Stone has no... He has no, um, I don't know what's the proper term for it, but he he lacks any type of uh, empathy. He doesn't really care as long as his story gets out and makes people believe that this was a hit or some, t- or at least he never says that it was a hit or anything or anything along that lines. But it plants into your mind that Hoff's death is suspicious when it really isn't, and just. Basically, this is basically Stone lying to push forward some type of Republican agenda. Who cares about the truth as long as the Republicans win? So, let's get into some of the more scarier stories. Uh, there was a, uh, a there have been a number of shootings the past week. Actually, three. I'm only going to cover two because the first one is really more. It's more. It seems. Too politic, more political than conspiracy. Just has to do with a white guy shooting two black guys in a Kroger, and the of course the guy is the guy he made uh, racial claims and so on. So it's uh, again another. It's but it seems to be the there's nothing really conspiratorial thrown into that story. But the 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 other two stories, the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting suspects threatened Jewish groups push migrant caravan conspiracies. The suspect frequently wrote on the social network Gab, where he made specific threats against Jews hours before allegedly conducting the Saturday attack. Robert Bowers, the Pennsylvania man accused of fatally shooting at a Pittsburgh synagogue Saturday morning, posted prolifically online about conspiracy theories and made repeated threats to Jews. Bowers frequently wrote on the social network Gab, where he made a specific threat against Jews hours before allegedly conducting the Saturday attack. In the post, Bowers said that the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, a humanitarian aid nonprofit group that provides assistance to refugees, brought immigrants to the United States to do violence against others. 
Screw your optics. I'm going in, he wrote. Shooting suspect. Bowers frequently posed about the migrant caravan, a group of several thousand refugees walking to the U.S.-Mexico border from Honduras to seek asylum. Preventing refugees in the the caravan from entering the United States has been a major talking point among both right-wing commentators and President Donald Trump, who has spoken about it in recent pre-midterm election stump speeches. Bowers' anti-Semitic posts and apparently disdain for the caravan are tied to a vital viral image that appears to show refugees hopping onto a bed of a truck that had a Star of David visible on the side. The image has been widely shared on far-right forums like 4chan and the Russian propaganda operation USA Really. He reposted a screenshot of a video of the caravan that aired on Fox News as well as other networks that does not mention the symbol. Bowers frequently reposted the conspiracy theories about the image of the truck and reposted comments about it from other Gab users. I don't think I have to go too far. This is certainly uh, someone, and as I try to find out exactly what he believed, there's nothing really in the article to say that if he was, you know, a a New World Order conspiracist or someone who believed in that, certainly he was anti-integration, anti-Jewish, and seeing a Jewish connection to bringing immigrants in, it really does sound like a one of many conspiracies that are probably attributed to a the Jewish the, the alleged Jewish takeover of the United States and to destroy democracy and do all sorts of bad things. So, really, uh, this is again when conspiracies uh, interfere or when the a person who is maybe a bit unstable and starts filling their heads with these fake stories, these uh, real stories, but throwing in a a conspiracy. And again, it's, I don't know what, and I'm trying to find out and trying to understand if there is some, um, what's really going on there. But yeah, again, the problem is because we don't. I don't know, and there's there's nothing really at this point since this happened just a couple of days ago. I'm sure more information is going to come out. I'm sure we might find out more about his actual what he did believe as far as this Jewish uh, conspiracies that he believed in, and apparently he is a staunch Trump supporter and has uh, been anti-immigrant and. This must have, may have been the the ultimate trigger to trigger this guy into taking action and killing defenseless Jews. So this is why one of the reasons why I try to present the conspiracy, why it's false, why there's problems with it. Because what's the harm when that question comes up? This is what happens when conspiracies become reality. Now, the big story, and the one that is, uh, or the second big story, outspoken Trump supporter in Florida charged with attempted bombing spree. One of the big news, what had captivated the news, what spent a lot of time on the news, was 14 bombs were sent by the mail to the high-profile Democrats, which included uh, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Joseph Biden, 
who got two bombs, Maxine Waters, who also got two bombs, a bomb that was going to be sent to Eric Holder, except because of the a fa- uh, false or, a, an, impro- or a, uh, a, an, inc- an incorrect address for it to be sent to, was ended up at the uh, De- Debbie Wasserman Schultz office. John O'Brennan, Robert De Niro, George Soros, Canala Harris, Tom Steyer, Cory Booker, and James Clapper. And oddly enough, over over a very short time and a very fast-moving investigation, the suspect, Caesar Alteri Sayak, was arrested outside an auto parts store near Fort Lauderdale after a fast-moving investigation in which the authorities said they were able to pull a fingerprint from one of the bomb packages and collect Mr. Sayak's DNA from two others. Uh, Mr. Sayak, who seemed to be living out of a van in Aventura, Florida, was taken into custody on, on a day when four or more explosive packages were found, including two intended for United States senators, both Democrats. The, a federal com- criminal complaint spells out his contempt for the week, for this week's many bomb targets, noting that Mr. Sayak's van is slathered with images and slogans often found on fringe white-wing social media accounts. The complaint identifies a Twitter account that authorities said he used to rail against Democratic figures, and it notes that both his social media messages and the bomb packages used for this use the same misspelling, H-I-L-A-R-Y-C-L-I-N-T-O-N, for Mr. Trump's 2016 opponent. Mr. Sayak also posted frequently on right-wing social media groups, the authorities said, on Facebook, Mr. Sayak published photos of a Trump rally where he intended during the 2016 presidential campaign. He's wearing a red Make America Great Again hat. Of the four bombs discovered on Friday, one was addressed to Senator Cory Booker, a New Jersey Democrat. Another was sent to James Clapper Jr., a former director of national intelligence. And the third was intercepted before it reached Senator Kamala, Kamala Harris, a California Democrat. And there's uh, numerous stories. Uh, of course, there is the false flag that is being promoted, not by Alex Jones. Alex Jones is not playing. I'm not finding anything on Alex Jones this week, which is kind of uh, kind of disturbing. Is he getting a thorough blackout of this coverage? But many of the Fox News, uh, various uh, right-wing pundits, like even Rush Limbaugh, are claiming that there is a false flag operation going on here. These were all fake, uh, fake envelopes, fake bombs, bombs that wouldn't have worked, making all sorts of claims and trying to basically deflect what's going on in this story, but clearly... We've got a very unstable person who was able to make bombs. They may or may not have worked, but it's certainly sending pipe bombs with with the explosive powder inside and crushed glass to create shrapnel that would really, uh, if they did go off or they if, if they would have gone off, would have caused some serious damage and certainly have killed the person opening that package. I mean, there's even an 
everybody's trying, and I'm already seeing a story. Snopes has already debunked one where the photographs of the the letters show that the stamps were not canceled as part of the as if it, if they went through the post office, they were supposed to be canceled. Well, technically, no, they don't have to have cancellation marks on it. Uh, these were stamps that were marked or were basically a one-time use stamp. If you would try to remove them from the from the package to try to reuse them, they would be damaged or would not the uh, the adhesive would take. You, know, it, you, you would never be able to you reuse that stamp. So those type of th- in those situations plus large packages like these would never have gotten a cancellation stamp from the post office that was uh, for where it first uh, appeared into the, the postal system. So certainly, um, again, this is going to be an ongoing story. I'm sure this week we're going to find a lot more about who the, uh, this guy Sayok is and what he may have believed. So I'm going to, just report this. I mean, certainly the, the this one's going to get a lot of this is, is getting a lot of attention in the media. Not not as much as the the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting, but I think that may also get more coverage since it's rel- much more a much newer uh, story. So I have a feeling this next week we're going to learn a little bit more about these two uh, these two people. So I'm gonna le- I'm actually going to leave it at that. And uh, try to cover. I'll try to cover. Hopefully, I'll be able to cover it for the for my next show. So I have no real announcements this week. I'm I've been on vacation the past week. Kind of uh, kind of get my act together to start my new job. I'll be starting that on Tuesday. I will find out if I'll be traveling or not. Um, hopefully, everything uh, I can, or at least try to uh, maintain a a schedule to put out the show. So. Stay tuned for that. Uh, I would like to also uh, certainly want to put a put a shout out to Paul Carr, and uh, we're getting into those the last few shows for the uh, Unseen Podcast. Actually, this Unseen Podcast really isn't going away, but it's going to get rolled into Paul's The Wild wow Signal Podcast. I did a, did a show, and apparently, because of uh, oh, uh, low turnout, I ended up spending a lot of time on the last. For the Halloween show, I talked about, I found a couple. There was an interesting uh, ghost story that popped up where a uh, a, go, a professed ghost hunter decides to shoot at a burglar, believes that he was house was being burglarized, opened fires on a burglar, only to find nothing there, and decided it was a ghost that was trying to break into his house, and that's what he fired on. But unfortunately, this guy's had trouble with other uh, incidences where he has discharged firearms and so on, and certainly uh, not. This is not a good thing, and uh, so he's been apparently been arrested for the for the uh, for an, uh, he's been charged with a number of uh, counts of different uh, disturbing the peace, uh, illegal discharge of a firearm, all sorts of stuff that he you know he's in trouble for. So. Certainly check that out, um, and d- definitely check out Paul's Wow the Wow Signal, and he's going to. And I'm not sure 100 what he's going to do. It sounds like 
there'll be a uh, his regular show and then a panel's um, follow-up to his show. So uh, Paul covers a lot of really cool s- subjects about space, space exploration. Uh, he's certainly has a really interesting group of experts that he has access to, Mike Mongo, Rick Nielsen, Buck Field, and certainly uh, and other uh, uh, guys like uh, James Garrison and Patrick Festa, and on occasion uh, some uh, some fairly uh, well known, uh, or at least yeah, fairly well known uh, astronomers and other people who deal with uh, space, astro- uh, space, space exploration, so on. So definitely uh, check that out. I'll try to I'll put a link into the show. So I'd like to thank you for listening. This was episode. 113, recorded October 28th, 2018. Thank you and good night.